Late that night, Christine, Jacob, and Matt all huddled together in the room that they shared. Christine, the oldest of the trio, firmed her grip on the two boys, determined to keep them quiet from the thing that was lurking outside the hall. Matt's older cousin was known to be overprotective at times, but aside from tonight, she had every right to be. He and his mother went on a summer trip to New Jersey for a week's visit with their relatives. He always looked forward to the stories his Uncle Tim and relatives shared. It never got old as time went by. Each time they returned to visit, it felt like something new. The myths surrounding the small town of Newt Creek had turned into something more but fiction. Like that one time that they went on a hiking trip deep into the woods, where they and Tim shared stories of monsters and creatures that dwelt within, giving incredible backstories and how the town had become the epicenter of all of it. He even went as far as to joking about how the property they settled in was buried on top of an ancient burial ground long before they were even born. And sure, it was just a story. But that all changed soon after the events of that night. Neither of them remembered what happened the next morning. They told everyone what happened, but to be met with disbelief, saying how they'd been listening to one too many tall tales. But they all knew what they saw that night. And what was worse was it wouldn't be the first time either. Christine always kept her Polaroid camera with her, despite having a perfectly reliable phone with her at all times. Jacob and Matt were fascinated with the photos that she took. She knew that this would be the best way to make their memories worthwhile. Her pictures. On those nights, however, she used her reels on the things they saw the progressing week the things they swore that they had imagined, and everything that they had witnessed, terrifying them out of their wits. Neither of them understood why this happened every night. There was no logical explanation for any of it. There was just no mistaking their little adventures that they endured every day, coupled with the bond that they shared, making the experience altogether one to remember. When it was time to leave... The weekend of their departure, Matt gave his two cousins the biggest hug he could muster. Tears in his eyes, he didn't want to leave them. He was scared of what would happen to them. He didn't want them to perish from the fears that they had witnessed in the night. But just like he, Christine and Jacob, didn't really know any better either. They didn't understand just as much as he did. And they had every reason to be uncertain and afraid. Afterwards, things seemed to slip away from them. Everything went back to normal for what it seemed. Not too long after they came back, however, they discovered that a house fire had killed his two cousins two days after they left. They were the only reported casualties from news reports and other media. The report confirmed from local authorities that the fire was from a burst gas pipe, causing the house to erupt in flames. The family had been torn apart by an unfortunate accident, and thus resulted in Matt taking a toll on his well-being. His two cousins, gone. 
Christine and her beautiful brown wavy hair, her perfect smile, and Jacob. Everything about the two he ever cherished and cared about. All gone. Nothing made sense to him anymore. He forgot everything that was happening around him as he began to overthink the unanswered questions that he left hidden away at the back of his mind. What really happened that night? What were those things? And why did we have to suffer? The things the three saw last week, the cartoon cat, the long horse, the man with the upside-down head, and the numerous other creatures and monsters that seemed to haunt them every night in different shapes, forms, and, and horrors. There was no connection between them and anything that they could think of. He remembered after the cat attack that first night of their visit that they searched every corner of their house looking for answers, and yet found nothing. The same followed for the rest of their encounters. Different creature, different story, but no evidence remained at the scene of the crime. Jacob, the smart one of the trio, at the time theorized that the stories Tim was making up for the tradition was loosely inspired by ancient history within the town that no one really knew about or cared to even remember. And while plausible, Connecting the reference he made about the ancient burial ground to what Jake commented, it didn't seem to fit. That wouldn't explain why the things they had seen that night would come for them, or even why anything had to associate or relate to them at all. The time following, Uncle Tim and Matt's relatives were rarely heard from again. Usually it was just a brief text message or email, but, but aside from that, nothing. Their loss was just too much. Delilah didn't blame them, but she couldn't necessarily do anything to help. She instead kept insisting that they stay over the summer, but to no correspondence or hasty replies. It was like as if everything began to fall on deaf ears for everyone now. Their world just came crashing down. And hard. Within that window, Matt was arrested after losing control of himself, causing a public episode, being hospitalized and further traumatic experiences that made him a changed man. He had completely forgotten about his friends that lived nearby because of the dilemma that he had on his plate. He wasn't going to let this go. He needed to find answers. And when he turned 18, just two years later, he went back to Jersey, where their house had burnt down, only to find a brand new establishment, leaving no trace of remnants behind, and a cryptic symbol engraved on a tree within its backyard. A single line, followed by two triangles, one on top of the other, on the opposite side, with both pointing inward. It resembled a siren. And to him, it had to be a callback to one of the creatures in Tim's stories. But he didn't remember. Not too long after his experience, his memories began to blur. Details began to mix and collide with others. He began to find it difficult to recall what he accurately remembered and just couldn't. 
It drove him insane. His mother had to move out because of his nature, leaving him on his own. He didn't care. He didn't even seem to acknowledge the changes in his surroundings. He was only focused on getting closure. He needed to know what happened that night. And he needed to know why. Why him? Why his family? Why any of this at all? Unfortunately, there was no comeuppance for him. Until when he came back from Jersey for the third time in a row that his old friend Ben texted him with several videos of himself documenting the legends of Siren Head. And the rest? Well, the rest was history.